Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to True Confessions of a Car Guy. Uh, my name is John Gavin. Um, I, I decided to do this because I've been in the car business a little over 40 years. And as I've been going through all those 40 years, I'm not um, proud of this fact, but I've worked at 49 different dealers. So somebody said, holy cow, this guy jumps around all that. Well, I, I'm one of those guys that is a principal guy. Um, when I make a deal, you you all who are listening who are in the car business know that your pay plan changes quite a bit. Some places, others maybe not. And uh, I'm the guy that if you hire me, I make the deal. I make it work. And anybody who knows me knows I make it work. And we sell a bunch of cars. We make a lot of money. We have a lot of fun. But when you come to change my pay plan, I leave and I move on. And over the years, I've ended up making so many friendships, and I mean real friendships, that a lot of these guys and gals have followed me with me. And uh, I've only had uh, four places who have never changed my pay plan. And those four places, I've worked at uh, nine years, eight years, uh, four years, and four years. So I didn't like jumping around. My wife would go crazy because I'd have five W-2s every year. And it was like a joke with a lot of guys. They'd have to put my number. You know, we didn't have cell phones like we do today. When I first started, everybody had a little black book or a red book or a phone book, whatever, a Rolodex, a lot of Rolodex in the car business. For you older guys, you know, we always had a Rolodex. We need to make a deal on a Saturday. We get out the Rolodex, call a customer who knows a lot of people who buy cars, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, they would always say, I'm going to put my name in pencil because I had so many jobs that it was hard to keep track of me. But over those 40 plus years, I have seen some of the craziest stuff happen. Uh, good, bad, the ugly, you name it. I've worked with some real characters and I thought it would be, and I know a lot of you car guys and gals have always said this, there should be a sitcom about the car business. There've been a couple close to it, but a real sitcom because it, it's, it's nothing like any other business I believe that exists. So I figured what's the next best thing. Let's, let's do a podcast. Let's tell us stories of what we did because, you know, today's, car business and like any other business it's very difficult it's very difficult to hire fire it's it's hard to the customer knows as much if not if not more than you than your salespeople. they have so much access um so it, it's real easy you can't make everybody happy so it's real easy to get on go online and we used to call him a telephone tough guy they call you up on the phone and threaten you with everything. And you never see them, of course. But now you can get online and, you know, go on and give you a review that you're this bad guy, which really you didn't do anything. So, I mean, some, for instance, you know, one time, like if this happened today, one time I was having a sales meeting and uh, it was you know, you have a Saturday sales meeting. Everybody knows that's usually 8.30 or 8 o'clock. And I always like to be positive on a Saturday meeting, always. 
And I had this guy who wanted to get in service. Well, first of all, we're not even open on Saturday for service, but I still tried to help everybody see what his problem was. He had an old car and he's standing outside. We don't even unlock the doors. So we leave the doors locked and we got all glass windows and so on and so forth. So he's knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And I, I, I'm trying to have this meeting. Finally, I said, give me a minute. I go tell this guy, hey, he'll be, give me, give me 830. Uh, it's 830 now, 901. I will be out here and we'll take care and do what I can for you. Service ain't open, but let me see what I can do. And he says, okay. So I walk back in. I start the meeting. And sure enough, boom, boom, boom. He's back on the window. Not, not two minutes later. And so I'm like, I, you know, just let me get through this. And he's bang, 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 bang. So I go open up the overhead door to stop. So I stopped the meeting again, go get the guy, let him pull the car in overhead door. Well, now he's in the building and I'm having my meeting. The next thing I'm starting to meet now, we, you know, the, it's a half hour meeting for God's sake. I'm not 15 minutes in and I still haven't said diddly. And he comes in and starts MFing me. So I got so angry that I just took a business card and I jammed it in his mouth because he wanted my name. He said, what's your name? I'm going to tell your boss, what's your name? So I just took my business card and I jammed it in his mouth, knocked him on the ground, kicked him, threatened him, of course, and then threw him out. Well, could you imagine in today's world, if you did that, you'd probably have the cops there. It'd be on the news. The store could possibly get closed down for days. The owner definitely would be pissed off. But this is what would what it was like, you know, 20, 30 years ago. You could you could do things that you cannot get away with today. Was that a good thing? Maybe not, but you know, you can only tell somebody stop something so many times. And I was just trying to have a meeting. So, but that's just one example. Uh, another time, you know, smoking was a big thing. I've been in the car business 40 plus years. It used to be, I'd be billing out a deal and I would smoke four packs a day sometimes, sometimes five. The whole place smoked. Uh, and you walk in the office, the customer you smoking, you'd be smoking. You'd think you're, you're at, you're in, you know, a, 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 a fog room. It's just all smoke. Everybody's smoking, but you know, you got on a common ground with somebody, they smoked, you smoked, you'd sell them a product, whatever. You make friends, all this. Well, where I was at, we had a, a a manager who did not like smoking, not one bit. So again, if this happened today, police would be here. So the customer walks in, you could smoke in the store. It was okay. Nobody cared except this guy. And he was nuts. And uh, the guy walks in with him and his dad and they're smoking. And he yells at them from, you know, every car dealer back in the day had a tower. They still got to have makeshift towers, some high still, some low. But everybody had a real high tower back in the 80s. And uh, that was like the coolest thing. Everybody had a new tower and every all the managers sat up there. And that's where your salesman came up, brought the deal. And anyhow, so he'd be sitting at the tower, two guys walk in, son, son and his dad. And now the guy I'm talking about is a very bad hombre somebody you don't mess with. And he tells them, hey, no smoking. Well, it doesn't say no smoking when you walk in. Half the guys are smoking in the building. I'm smoking in my office for sure. So is my finance partner. We're both smoking. And um, I hear this ruckus going on. So we walk out and there's this guy. 
he's got this the kid who the kid was 25 years old probably he wasn't like a, a kid kid he's 25 years old but this is a grown man in his 60s at the time but still at that time the guy was benching about 280 pounds he's a beast so he's got the kid pinned up and the dad makes the terrible mistake of trying to help his son and this guy punched this guy and then threw his kid right through the window at a dealership there was never a cop called there was never a lawsuit nothing ever happened we had a company out that day to put a piece of wood up for the window and a window went in about two weeks later. Now in today's world, Oh my God, this would be on, like I said, beyond the news, you'd have police there immediately. You might even have a riot. I mean, who knows, but it's a different world we're in today. Um, um, like, the, the drugs, drugs were uh, pretty, pretty, pretty prevalent back in the car business in the 80s. Now, when you go to get hired, everybody gets drug tested. And, uh, you know, they they because the liability is so high. Everybody used to get demos 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Even I think 15 years ago, demos were a thing. A demo is you got a, a free drive. It's what got me in the car business. As an uneducated kid who still with the same woman, my beautiful wife, uh, she was going to be a doctor and I had, was going nowhere. So I got in the car business because I saw an ad that said free demo or free car. And I, I had a 62 Chevy Bel Air. So to get a car, I was like, wow, I get a new car. Anyhow, I went this to get back to the demos and drugs. You did you. You today you don't hire anybody with drug problems. You just you stay away from it. Well, let's go back now to the eighties. Your best guy was that guy who who was the drug guy because he needed that money. So to the extent that they would do, I, I can I had numerous guys. They do five, four or five cars in a day. I might not see him for two or three after payday. So I had to change payday to Monday so I didn't lose them for the weekend at some stores. And that's another story we'll get into. But um, these guys, nobody really cared. Nobody, as long as they didn't hurt anybody and they showed up to work, it was, it was you know, the, the rules of you sell a lot of cars, you do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You come in late, you come in, or it doesn't matter. I had guys who sold 45 cars, didn't even use their real name. So, um, but today you, 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 know, nobody gets hired who's on drugs. Thank God. I mean, it's a good thing, but you just, it's a different world than back in the seventies and eighties. And when nobody gave a shit, they could care less as long as you came to work. And I can honestly say that I was no angel, but I never missed a day of work and neither did anybody who would walk because the car business is a pretty, uh, let's just say we're a playful crowd. We, we, we like to enjoy life. They all have toys. They all have nice watches. They all have nice houses and they all like to go out. But today, you know, I, I see, because I still deal with, or at did up until about three, four months ago, dealt with dealers every day. And it wasn't uncommon to hear 
a guy who just got hired calling sick two weeks in. Well, you don't call in sick in the car business ever, first of all. And if you went out, I don't care if it was till six in the morning, you better be there at nine to open up. If that was your, if you were nine to nine that day or one to nine, whatever it was, you better be there. And everybody was, everybody was where today you can't even hire people and you can't get, uh, you'll get a lot of them. that will just call in sick. Then they're two weeks, you know, and you got every story under the sun and there's nothing you can do about it. You you just got to deal with it and try to, you know, you made the mistake, you hired that. Now you got to figure out how to make them want to go. But back then, like if you missed a Saturday, you might as well just never come back because you don't get sad or you don't miss Saturday. Or if you called in sick, it was like a sin. You, you COVID back in the eighties. I don't think anybody cared one bit. <laughs> I don't think anybody would have cared. Everybody been walking around hacking it up and nobody had a mask because they would all been trying to make deals, call, call customers and have a good time and then go out that night. I don't think it would have mattered at all. It definitely didn't matter. So it's a just a different world we're in uh, today. And I feel because the fun of this business, it was incredible business. It was, it was the most fun you could ever have at a job, I felt, for an uneducated guy um, like me. You know, I'm good at three things. I'm a good husband. I'm a good father. I'm a good car guy. That's about it. So the rest of the stuff, I'm mediocre. So for a guy like me, it was the best thing I could have ever done. And I ran into a lot of people like me who are, they couldn't have made it in other, maybe they could have, but they couldn't have got into those businesses and made the kind of dough and did what they did and, and got away with it. <laughs> so, so um, I think that's a, that that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this show was to talk about the differences between then and now. So as we go on, I'm going to have people on this show who will tell all kinds of stories of what happened that could never happen today. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that happens today, and I'm going to have guys who are still in the business on this show. So um, we'll be very careful what we say because it's a different world, but we're going to see the differences pretty quickly, I think. So stay tuned. I think you're going to love it. And you're going to love to hear from a lot of the guests that I have on this show. Thank you.